Hey everyone, welcome back to the Potter's House, the podcast where we discuss how biblical topics, church life, and current events impact our everyday lives. My name is Marcus Ionescu and I'm your host. And today we're joined by a returning guest, uh, Mr. Danny Kovacs, but this time he has uh, joined with his lovely wife, Daniela. Uh, Danny and Daniela, welcome. Thank you so much for agreeing to being on this episode, and uh, I'm very excited for it. Thank you so much. Good to be here. Glad thank to be here, you. and this time with, with Daniela. Yes, thank you so much for having us. Absolutely. And uh, Danny, when we last recorded, um, you know, before we jump right into things, but when we last recorded, uh, you kind of mentioned that, and the topic of... Uh, you know, relationships, singleness, marriage, and it was basically the topic that kind of connected us through your um, Instagram video. We're going to be talking about that in a little bit, but I'm glad that, uh, you know, we have the both of you to provide the insight, not only from, you know, from ministry, but from experience, from all of that into, uh, you know, the young person's life. Uh, well, you guys are still very young, so I'm not, I'm not, diff- yeah, I'm not distinguishing you. there, <laughs> still very young. Uh, but I'm excited to have you and I'm excited for the topic, not just, uh, you know, for my own personal learning, but I'm sure a lot of listeners out there since, um, you know, I think a, a good majority of them are in the same boat as I am. So, uh, either, you know, single or maybe getting ready for marriage. I think it's really important for them to get a head start, um, as, as they go forward. But before we get jump right into the episode, I do want to make a few announcements, um, as you guys know, uh, you can follow us on our Instagram at the Potter's House for any and all updates. We're gonna have a lot of stuff coming up soon. It's gonna be a little more interactive. Ever since I got my own social media manager, as I've announced in previous episodes, so uh, stay tuned for that. Follow, share, do all of that. Um, regardless of where you listen to Spotify, Apple Podcast, uh, please go to your Apple Podcast app on your iPhone. Tap that purple icon. Scroll down. Rate the show. Uh, tap five stars, preferably. Uh, and, uh, it helps with the exposure of the show. It helps with the, whatever algorithm that iTunes has. Uh, and you can also leave a written review if you would choose to, um, if you do, I'll read it and I will read it live on the show. So please share with your friends through those streaming platforms. Thanks again for all that you've done. And I'm excited for, uh, the things that are, that are to come in the future. So, uh, short announcements for today. We're going to jump right into the episode. So, um, Danny, we talked about, you know, going into this episode, we were talking about, uh, you know, the relationship aspect. And um, I think, I'm not sure if we mentioned this on our last episode or if we talked about it after we stopped recording. Um, But when I first saw your page, the first video that I saw was titled how to, like, uh, something about, it was was about singleness. I think it was like why you're single, this and that. And I was not be married yet. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. There we go. And I was kind of thinking, I'm like, Hmm, I like maybe I should find out, you know, for myself. I mean, it's interesting. <laughs> and the thing is, like, like, like content, like stuff like this, topics like these aren't aren't new, right? It's not it's not new yeah. under the sun. It's a lot of people have done it. I mean, there's you know the whole godly dating, uh, whatever Instagram podcast that they have, and and it's like most of the time it's like really shallow things, um, stuff that's very obvious. I mean, for me, I consider myself like someone with foresight, and I can plan I can prepare so nothing really surprised me in those departments when I was doing you know when I would stumble up you know I'm gonna say stumble upon I'm not gonna say research uh stuff uh content like that but when I saw your video I was I was really impressed and I was like wow I think the one point that really stuck with me was how to lead yourself and that was that was like a point three or four and um that's what really like hooked me I'm like wow this is something that 
I've never heard before. N- never heard someone say before. And when I listened to it, I was like, that, that's 100% right. And because it's not much of a, you know, you, you can apply it in the secular context when it comes to people, but uh, kind of kind of applying it in a, you know, in a light of ministry, in a light under the, you know, the Christian walk, um, it really like opened my eyes. I'm like, wow, this is, this is awesome. People really need to hear this. So um, I do want to talk about that video. It, I think it was great. Sure. And uh, what I'll do is I can even, I'll, I'll reference the video as well. If uh, any of the listeners want to go back and check it out, uh, I think it'll be very beneficial. But I'm going to hand the reins over to you guys. And uh, let's go ahead and we'll start talking about the origins of that video, uh, the different points, so people can be sure. reminded of what uh, great advice they need to hear before they uh, make the second most important decision in their lives. Sounds good. Yeah, let's start there. Um, first, let, let us just say together, we want to say to all those that are not yet married, the men and women that are listening to this, and Marcus, this includes you, <laughs> <laughs> we love you. Yes. But more importantly, God loves you and you're not living in a certain state that is a problem. And what I mean by that is singleness Mm -hmm. that needs a solution. You are blessed and God wants to bless you in the season that you're in right now. Okay. So we just want to start with that. Um, We hope these words will be an encouragement to you. We're not here to give uh, solutions or to say you have to do things this way. These are just things from our experience so far and things that are based on the word of God, most importantly. Um, So going back to your, to the video that you mentioned on on, uh, Instagram, it was uh, during the summer last year in 2020. Um, The title of it was why you might not be married yet. And the subtitle was five things that are in your control, because really in marriage, there's a lot of things that are not in your control, Uh, but there are some that are in your control. So let's do a summary um, on that video. Okay. Here's a summary of of the points. Number one is your priorities are not in order. Right. So we talked about spiritual priorities um, and material priorities Mm -hmm. and the spiritual, of course, um, should be your number one focus. So that's the thing that's in your control. Have you established priorities in your life? Are they in order? You know, so that's the first thing that we talked about. Number two is respect for people around you. Yep. And when we talked about respect, we mentioned practical things like the way you talk with people mm-hmm. and the way you act with people, people around you first in your ho- own home right? In your family. How do you, how do you treat you person, you you man or woman who's not yet married? How do you treat your parents? Yes. How do you treat your siblings? If you have any, how do you treat then your, your relatives, right? And then it goes to how do you treat those that are at school, at work, at church, within the community around you? How are you? Because people can tell if you have respect or not for other people. And they'll, they'll usually treat you accordingly. However you treat them, uh, they'll usually treat you. Unfortunately, that's how we are as, as people, you know? Yes. And an important part over here, treat others like you want to be treated. This is something that I think everyone, every Christian and every person should have in mind, you know, when, when coming in contact with absolutely any type of age from the young to old, you know, how you uh, handle yourself around people. It's very important how you speak, uh, your manners even. Um, it shows a part of um, who you are, you know. Yep. So that, to me, falls into respect. Yep. And then number three was a good name or your name. Mm-hmm. Um, because 
you may be part of a family, for example, that doesn't have a good name because certain things or circumstances or events happened that others are aware of, and it mm -hmm. just stained your name. But you can choose to live by God's help and by God's grace to have a good name for yourself. And it means being in the Lord, walking in the Lord, right? And having his name over you in your life. So that's another thing we mentioned. So you don't want, you don't need to stay stuck in that um, stained name. You know, you don't have to remain there. You can redeem your name. Um, God can help you redeem your name and, and um, straighten the course of your life. And even if you didn't have an example, a good example in your father and your mother, mm -hmm. and because of them, um, other people may have mocked you or may look at you as like, oh, I know that person, where, what family they're coming yeah, from, yeah. you know? Um, you have the chance to make your life right. Uh, I personally experienced it. Uh, I didn't have the best example in the in my father, so um, I saw it. I, I was uh, embarrassed sometimes, and um, I didn't know how to uh, be around my friends. But God pulled me out of there. God saved me from that um, and redeemed my name. So that's what we mean by having a good name and and not shaming your name. And when, the moment mm -hmm. you shame your your name, you shame. Um, your family as well because it goes both ways you yeah, know yeah so number four you're not leading yourself is the one that you and that's mentioned. the one you mentioned which i'm glad uh you mentioned because it's it's really very important and one of the things that we mentioned in the, is the self-care now self-care can be a term that we think oh it's secular it's it's for world there's no such thing as self-care in the bible but what i mean by self-care is you're taking time for your soul to be nourished and equipped by the God of life, by God himself, right? Jesus withdrew often, it says, we read up in Luke, to be alone and to pray, to be with God. And if he needed that, I need that. So that's what I mean, especially for the men out there that are not yet married. Lead yourself by, by drawing near to God. This will be the, the number one thing that will help you to lead your wife, if God so chooses for you to get married. So it's very important, lead yourselves. And this is for the women as well. This is not just absolutely, for the men. Absolutely, because when you get married, then you're two, the two become one. Right. So if if you as a woman, um, you're not leading yourself well now, how are you, are you gonna rely on your husband to drag you? Or mm -hmm. uh, are you gonna be the one that when he needs mm -hmm. lifting mm -hmm. up and leading, you're gonna be there to step in? because we're human yeah. and sometimes I need uh, mm -hmm. encouragement. Sometimes mm -hmm. you need encouragement, yep. right? Yep. So it goes both ways. So if I'm not staying close to God, um, then he will probably have to pick up all the work, you know, as a husband. And uh, that um, I think it harms the relationship and can drag things. It doesn't mature the relationship, the marriage, you know? So both ways you have to know who you are, where your identity is as a woman and uh, not rely on your future husband just to lead you, you know? Yeah. And then number five is uh, clear intentions. Yep, know where you wanna go, yes. right? Why are you getting into a relationship? Um, is it for the sole purpose of marriage, mm -hmm. right? You have to be very clear. If you, especially as a man, are not sure, it's gonna sow uncertainty 
in the woman, in the person that you're in a relationship with. So you have to be very clear, pray about it, stay before God about it. Um, it takes courage. Marriage takes courage to move forward in marriage. So you have to have that courage. And it's not built on your own strength. It's built on the, a faith that you have in God, a, a faith in his word, right? So you're moving forward. You're making that next step based on his word, based on the faith that you have in him and all that he is and, and his character, right? And his love towards you. So be clear on what, where you want to go with the relationship. And same goes for um, you as a woman um, that wants to get married. You're not going to be there to just play with uh, anyone's soul and uh, to, to break someone's heart. You have to be also clear in responding to um, the man the guy that's approaching you and to be clear not be like we should be be if you're not sure from the beginning what you want to do and how you see that person how you uh are pursued and and you don't know how to respond be clear hey um let me tell you from the start i am i don't know I don't know, just be, just mm -hmm, say that, mm -hmm. but maybe in getting to know you, for example, I might start liking you like you like me. So let's give it a chance if, if, uh, if we're talking about this, you know, that that's you being clear because if it doesn't work, the relationship, then at the end you say, well, we started this with, I don't know, and with an if. So we gave it a try. That way you don't get anyone's hopes up oh, wow, now she's going to, you know, uh, go yeah, out with me. Any where I, yeah. yeah, don't give any false hope. Like, don't make them think that just because you're you're talking, all of a sudden you're going to get married. Yes. Right? There are some, there, now, we're going to get into this a little bit later in our discussion, but there is this element of faith, right? Yes. Where you, you're not going to have all the answers and you're going to make a step forward in faith. And that's just that's just the reality of it. Yes, absolutely. So what so, I yeah, noticed... the five points, yep. What I noticed, like, kind of, like reviewing them again right now is that not only are these like, I feel like more, I don't know, Christian advice, more Christian advice, but it's very like Romanian Christian <laughs> from what I can kind of tell. And it's like, and that's why like we don't hear it that much. And um, I mean, I mean, a lot of things stuck out, uh, you know, especially uh, I think the second point when, when it's like honoring other people, um, how important, I'm sure, you know, yep. Daniela, you can, you can really attest to this, but how important was it for like to see how Danny uh, you know, treats other people, especially women, either his, you know, mother or maybe your friends or maybe members of your family. How important was that? Was that like seeing that? I'm sure. I'm sure it very, it, it was a lot. And um, and uh, even like you know the name thing. That, that that's like, you know, because typically, and I think this helps. I think this helps within our community because sometimes you know if you're expanding into the American community, you don't know that family. You don't know where they come from. A lot of things can be hidden under the rug you know, 10, 15 years into that marriage and only mm -hmm. then it will expose itself. Uh, but within, within our community, we, we know each other very well, uh, you know, by, by families, by, by, by churches, by regions, and we have access to all that information, all that Intel going into it. So very well said. yeah, very well said. yeah, but, but it, it, it's, I feel like it, it kind of helps you and it kind of hurts you. Um, yeah. especially with like, uh, you know, those other points about, you know, be, being, uh, intentional and 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 making your yourself clear and all that stuff sometimes if let's say you have a piece of information that you're not sure about it'll kind of cloud your judgment a bit and maybe halt you from or hinder you from making any uh you know steps into that direction so 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 interesting that how we see that you know our roots kind of uh you know bleeding from from this from these points but i think it's really really 
you know, beneficial um, just for all of us. And uh, I, I really enjoyed, you know, obviously the, the leading yourself. I thought that was really cool because I've never, you know, I've never heard of that. But I mean, all of them fit well, so well together. And it's just um, a true testament to, you know, our background and our roots. Yeah, speaking of the intel within the Romanian community, especially, you know, there's always that one aunt or relative that if you want to know something about someone, you know, that girl or guy that, you, <laughs> that you're wanting to, to start a relationship with, just go to them and they'll tell you everything. You know, that's kind of how it is, you know. So, yes, you're right. We so, do have to be careful. And it do, you are right. It can help and it can be harmful in the same time. Mm -hmm. But um, I want to bring a point because you you said, uh, you, since you mentioned this, of uh, the hurting point. Um, you have to also take the step of knowing the person because for uh -huh. example, uh, for I come for yourself. Yes. Like if that person, like if I come from a family, like, uh, from the family that I come from mm -hmm. and he mm -hmm. doesn't know my family that well, but he only heard things about my family, but let's say I am not the same, like my family, how people hear about, you know, mm -hmm. him, not, him making a decision of not finding out, he will not, he will miss out. He will yeah. not know that by knowing me, my, by getting to know me, maybe uh, God, since um, we all individually have relationships with God personally, and when our faith is, we're not saved because of my mom and dad is saved, or, you know, or if they're not saved, doesn't mean I am not saved, you know? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. in that aspect, I want to bring the balance of, you still you don't uh, back out just because you hear rumors about someone yeah. or oh, they belong to that family and they come yeah. because yeah. I heard may maybe about your family when I was in mm -hmm. Romania mm -hmm. uh, oh well you know I don't know uh, but they didn't know them personally mm -hmm. those people mm -hmm. people talk and you have to discern um, it's important to have wisdom yes. and to not just rely on people's talk until you find out for yourself yeah, you know? no, pun, no pun intended, but yeah. don't go into it with pride and prejudice. <laughs> you know, no, in, in all reality, in, in all reality. So yes. yeah, very good, very so good points. You have to have wisdom and even that and, and not just back out just because we hear rumors because they may not be true, you know. Yeah, and I think it's 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 wise to, to re receive counsel, you know, not only from other people, but especially maybe like the same members of your own family. But you know, I think at the end of the day, you have to realize that this is your decision that you have to make. And, you know, the, yeah. the decision lies with you. You can receive all the cancel you have, but um, you, we have to, you know, we as that, that person have to do the, the research. We have to get to know that that uh, that other person. And, um, you know, like you said, they may not be true or maybe exaggerate or this and that. Uh, but I think, you know, at, at least it deserves a shot to, to, to you know, get to know in, in, in that respect. Um, but no, I, I totally agree. And I, I the, the intentions have to be made clear. Um, I think, I don't know, cause you look at the younger generation by younger. I mean, I know I'm young, but I mean like younger than me, I'm talking about, you know, like, I don't, I don't even want to say 16. Cause that should be a, that should be a crime. They don't, don't, you're not ready for marriage at 16. Do not, do not start for you listeners out there. Um, but the demographics are usually 18 to 30 from, from, you know, the podcast. But, um, if you're younger, you got to be, you got to be, you have to make sure that you're in the right boat. You have to make sure that, um, you know, you're, you're in a place where you can be because you could, you could follow all these five points, but sometimes from what I've, from what this is, this is personal experience for me, you know, I could follow and be aware of all these five points, but the season that I'm, it doesn't allow me to kind of fulfill all of those five points. If, if that makes sense. And it, maybe it's not limited by, by the spiritual aspect, but it could be 
career-wise. It could be, uh, you know, age. It could be maybe what I'm doing um, or where God has led me in ministry at that specific time. Because um, I, I think I've said this before, but man, like we're doing something like this as something on the side, like a podcast every single week. Like I, I've, I would not, if I had a family, I would not be able to do this. I, I would not. And I do think that God is kind of... Yeah. Yeah. God God is capitalizing on on the extra time that I have to yeah, do this. Yeah. You know, yes. while I'm, you know, while I'm yes. uh having the time that I have, but right now it's the season of doing this and I, and I clearly state I clearly see that and I clearly, yeah. you know, I accept yeah. that. That's totally fine and I, I you know, I love to I love ministry. I love working for God and I and it helps you uh, you know, just trust him and have faith in him, but uh but no, I just I, I that was just like a random thought I had on a tangent, but it, it's like the seasons that you're in. Yes. Um, that really make a difference as well. Absolutely. Very good. Very well. And it's good that you recognize that. Yes. Very important. And and I you're using more. your time wisely. Yes. This Which is, is the time thing. where you're growing Which as is an individual. Yeah. Point number one with uh, with the priorities. You know, make sure your priorities yes. are set. Because um, and this is kind of the second, you know, part two of our discussion when it comes to how single people view marriage. And mm-hmm. if if you're priori- if you're prioritizing to, you know, to get married. Uh, instead of like your priority being to follow God and trust in him and and maybe you know just accept the seasons that's that are in your life and how his plan is going yep. then maybe you need to reset your priorities so um what do you have to say about you know the outlook from from a single perspective looking into marriage how how are people looking at that right now and uh how should they change their view on that very good very good so yeah that's true we can get to a point and unfortunately it's it's gone to that point with some individuals or groups of people where marriage has become an idol. Um, and th- this advice where people say, you know, there's a point where you can be absolutely ready for marriage. Um, it kind of assumes that, first of all, everyone's going to get married, which mm-hmm. not everyone's going to get married, right? Um, and it assumes that the end goal of the Christian life is to be married. And marriage becomes their number one priority. Um, and singleness is this place of, of waiting where we need to get ready for the next thing instead of really redeeming the time that we have, mm-hmm. like you mentioned, and doing what God wants us to do now, right? So what ends up is um, singleness becomes this second-rate life <laughs> that, that men and women are, are living, and, and they can't flourish because they're not married yet. This is absolutely not true. This is not biblical. Right. And how I wrote this down here, singleness becomes kind of a purgatory mm-hmm. in which you have to pay your dues before you can enter the promised land of marriage. And that's not how it is. And now I need to take a step back because we're, we're saying all this in hindsight. Right. We're married. We've been married for 16 plus years. So someone listening may say, Danny, Daniela, that's easy for you to say. You have no idea how it is. First of all, we do have an idea how it is. We realize the shoes you're in. We do. Um, and you're right. It is easier to talk about it after, but that's exactly the point. That's why we're here talking with you, Marcus, because we feel it's our responsibility now that we have gone through there to share this because maybe at our time when we wanted to get married, we didn't have someone telling us these things, right? Or we weren't listening at the time. Maybe they were, but we weren't listening, right? So we feel it's our responsibility. Um, you know, they say, while you're waiting, uh, to prepare yourself, you're, you're making the most, um, of marriage, right. In in this waiting period. 
So that, yeah, that's one of the observations. It can be very damaging when someone makes marriage their absolute number one priority. Then they're neglecting everything else that goes on around them. And they're missing out on opportunities. They're missing out on being able to do a podcast and serve their community. They're missing out on the opportunity to go and be a missionary, to, to be an entrepreneur, to start a business so that they can bless others who are serving in other countries of the world, to um, do a music studio so they can do some recordings with their friends. When I was young, um, I'm talking about, let's see, 18, 19, um, even 20 and, and, and 17 years old, um, I was part of a music group, right, with our friends. And we recorded some CDs. And, and they're still somewhere. I don't know where they are, but they're, they're out there, you know. And we served our community. We did what we can. We went to conferences. We, we served in church. You know, we, we did something with that time. And I thank God that because of his grace, we were able to do that. Or maybe someone out there, travel. Go travel now. If you want to, uh, I know now it's a little bit different with the whole pandemic and thing, but uh, the idea is do these things, you know, um, on a weekend, take, take um, some kids from a couple and say, Hey, I'm going to take care of them. You two go and you, you, you go do dinner or whatever, you know, build something. If you're a contractor, build something, go build a, a small shed or a house or something. I'm just giving examples that redeem that time, right? Uh, marriage for some becomes something that needs to be uh, obtained at the expense of other parts of our lives, right? No, I got to get married. I got to get married. And everything else takes the back burner. God doesn't want that. It, and that's when, when that happens, it's become an idol. It's become an idol. And when we think of the term idol, we think of negative things, intrinsically negative things all of a sudden. But no, it can be good things that were even created by God, instituted by God, but we have placed the improper value upon them and our perspective of them is skewed. And that's where we go wrong. That's where we go wrong. And woman's perspective, um, I know girls dream of the wedding day, for mm -hmm. example, of what they're gonna wanna wear, how their dress is gonna be there. They don't even talk. They're not even in a relationship. They're dreaming about these things. There's nothing wrong with, dreaming about these things but when you uh, but you can get in a, in a position where you over overthinking it you're thinking way too far to way too many details and this uh this uh, this principle applies to every aspect in our life where you just plan so much in mm -hmm. your head mm -hmm. uh but you're just setting you're just setting yourself up for failure because when you see that another girl is ahead of you and maybe is gonna do exactly what you want it. Your heart is gonna be like, oh, broken, you know? Like you're gonna be like disappointed why I'm not there yet. Uh, uh, it's not happening for me. Uh, and first of all, I want to, to bring this up because I've seen it way too many times, way too much in, in our Romanian community um, where girls only think about the wedding day, but not the marriage aspect. They're, they're just dreaming about the guy and having the guy and that wedding day as if that wedding day is more important as than the relationship and then the marriage itself, you know, and then the goal that God has for that couple to, to um, fulfill, to do God's will uh, in the life together. So um, be careful, be careful um, if you're listening to this um, as a girl, as a woman, be careful what you dream. I, I believe our dreams should be God's dreams. It's, it's nice to dream and it's nice to plan and to want to become, um, I don't know, you want to become a doctor, a teacher or whatever when you're small. But 
these should not surpass the the dream to be uh, holy and to be what God wants you to be. You know, while you're waiting in in the yeah, single yeah. years, you know, as as a woman and even as a guy. Um, guys, I mean, I I know they don't care much about the wedding day that much. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's you know, um, but this is something that I've seen girls struggling with, and it really hurts them. It doesn't help them with anything. I remember in giving myself uh, as an example as in my college years my focus i was so focused on god and and growing in my relationship with god that i didn't even i didn't even think of what wedding dress i will have one day like i when i when i came to the day of looking for a wedding dress that's when i i start started thinking i didn't start pondering every a single year day or two or, or three ahead yes right. uh, yeah. yeah i didn't i didn't do that i just and even my friends, they, we, our conversations were not based on the wedding day or, you know, with the girl, my girlfriends, you know, like in college. And now so, I, I, just to mention now, we realize it's harder and it becomes even more competitive now in the environment because back then when we got married, we didn't have Instagram, oh, right? We didn't yes. have social media. So now it's like, you're looking through your, your scroll. Yes. You can see four weddings of your friends who got married and yes. you're like, oh, I want that too. I want that too. If I don't get that, and now this is the woman talking to the guy. If I don't get that, you're going to be in trouble. And look at how <laughs> he's already in trouble from day one, right? Think about that. It's so wrong. And we didn't have that. We didn't have that growing. So, so granted, I know. So I do feel with some of them out there, we, yeah. we, we want to be balanced about this. We're not totally, uh, you know, blind about this. We realize the situation you're in from a culture perspective, from a technology perspective, we, we do realize the situation you're in, and that makes it more difficult. Yes, it does make it difficult, but it's in within your control yes. as a person to to take yourself out of that mm -hmm. if that mm -hmm. state of mind if you have a state of mind of like oh like always doom and gloom that you're not uh, uh getting married you know um close that phone close the pinterest instagram whatever just turn it off and go open the bible or go cook with your mom there we go something yeah, else right. you know exactly. learn some something, life skills something else yeah i'm will, telling you the, the guy will be really thankful if you know how to and you know, same, make same, same for the guy. If you stay there, that that's what's gonna feed you every day. You're you're putting yourself in that situation. Yeah. No one else yeah. is forcing you to right. look right. at those pictures, at that veil, at that wedding dress. Even though, like now, as a photographer, right. I so I I I'm doing it from a perspective of a married woman, and um, I see it differently. But you know, get yourself out if you know that that's harmful for you. You know, just pull yourself no. out. Of and you make, you make a very good point, Daniela, because I think not only I mean, I think it applies for both the man and the woman in that sense where they they look forward to the to the to the stuff that they look forward to. The good, I don't want to say good things because, you know, there are a lot of good things that they may they may not recognize as good, in, uh, for, you know, in from this yeah. point on. But they, they look forward to the things that they want to look forward to. And then they kind of overlook uh, anything that might be challenging, anything that might uh, catalyze growth. Uh, not yes. only you know in the Charity. in the relationship, but in in, in you know, spiritually speaking as well. So um, you know it's interesting to think. I think that's good advice for for the listeners out there um, to recognize that you know not only to to recognize these points, but seek counsel from people who you know have been married for sixteen plus years. In your example, who um, you know who have that hindsight advantage to see that you know hey, listen, there are things that you may look forward to, but 
make sure you're ready because there are other things that you may overlook now, but might be a challenge in the future when you get there. So uh, I really like that point, even for, you know, for me as, as the guy looking into it, you know, we as guys, you know, obviously we, we look forward to some things, we won't get into it, but it's like, there are other things that we, cause we, like, for example, we don't know how to maybe be with someone else. We don't know. We're so used to our own time or me time or time with the boys that, you know, when, when you have to spend time with another person, uh, you know, as much time as you need to, maybe we're not used to that. So that, that might be something that, uh, we may overlook or that we may not even recognize, not, not just like, um, you know, glaze over, but we, we may not even be aware of, you know, what's to come in, in that regard. So I think that's really important to learn. And I think it's great for, for, um, I mean, I mean, that's why the you know, Bible tells us for, you know, for the younger people to learn from the, I'm going to, I'm going to annotate the less younger people. I don't want to say, you know, the Bible says <laughs> another word, but I think that applies to everyone who is older than them, right? Everyone who is, you know, plus one, two, three years and on older who have experienced more, who has more experience, um, to learn from them. So I thought that was really important. Uh, and, uh, Danny, you made, you made a point. We we're talking about don't, don't, don't just wait for marriage to start, you know, living your life to start doing things. And I do have a question because this is something that kind of like, you know, I thought about or other people have thought about. Um, but what if, let's say, cause typically in our community, we wait for, you know, marriage is a milestone before we kind of advanced we, before we advance in ministry. So what would you say for the for the guys out there who you know are are looking to get in ministry and kind of heading in that direction but maybe this is like the last you know point on the checklist that they have to that that they have to um complete. Good question. So I would say um how would you live your life if you never got married? Ask that question. Ask yourself that question. How would I move forward in my walk with God if I never got married? I would do X and Y and Z, right? I would do so-and-so with God's help, right? With God's help. So ask yourself, why am I not doing those things now? Why am I waiting for marriage to be able to do those things right now? There are certain aspects where from a community perspective, from, from, from that perspective, things change once you get married. You're part of a different type of group of people right? Unfortunately, in our Romanian um, community, we have separation or even among Americans, it's like this. And you see ministries for singles, ministries for married couples. My perspective, I would combine these two. I would combine them somewhat because the singles have to learn from the married ones how to be, how to live, how to act, right? How to live out the gifts that you have, the ministry that you have. Okay. So really, we, we don't, we have to make this distinction, but at the same time, the gifts and the talents that you're blessed with and what God wants you to do, you can do that even when you're not married, right? You can do that now. You can start doing that now while you're not married. I wrote over 30 songs for a large ensemble, for, for a brass ensemble before I got married, right? And here's the thing. Here's why I mentioned this. It's harder to write a full piece now that I'm married. You see, because time-wise, you, you mentioned earlier the element of time, okay? So do those things now, and the, the, that calling, there's some callings that never leave you, but then there's other things where, for example, I was not a deacon before we got married, but God called me into that area to serve in that, in that aspect within the church, within the body of Christ, 
right? So you grow within things even after you get married. Mm -hmm. But before I got married, and this is one of our, our a very um, simple guide, and those who are older than us and they're probably listening to this, they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, we've been there, we've done that. Know yourself, know the, what it is that God gave you. What is the gift that God gave you? Just like you mentioned, Marcus, at the beginning, I, I, I got to say, um, I'm thankful for, for men like you, single men like you, who are doing something while they're not yet married. You're setting a precedent for those around you and for your children, should God give you children in the future. You're saying, I know God gave me a work to do. And yes. while it's day, I want to work, yes. right? Because the master is going to be returning. We don't know when he's going to be returning. And he gave us all a work to do, just like we read in, in Mark chapter 13. He gave us a work to do. So do it now while you're not married. And you're just going to flourish after you get married. Mm-hmm. And that's not me t- telling you this. I'm telling you from experience, thank God, that I had that experience. But God gives us this example in scripture. If we go all the way from Adam and Eve, mm-hmm. right? All the way from the beginning. So, And a note that I would like to add to this aspect, I believe even... Um, I. And this is uh, something else I want to add that um, how our Romanian churches see uh, young men, for example, serving and they're not married. I believe, I think we should, our leaders and um, the people that see us serving the Lord should encourage more young mm-hmm. men um, and not take them seriously only when mm-hmm. they're getting so married, but take them seriously as as from the moment God called them to do a work, yes. to to treat you as a man yes. mature that's following God and following Jesus because He's our our example that we follow, and not to wait for you, uh, a single man, to get married in order to be taken seriously mm-hmm. or in order to be a deacon or in order to be a a, a, a pastor yeah, even. even a pastor. Because yep. we mm-hmm. can look at the examples uh, of the apostles in the in the Bible, you know, and uh, God spoke to them, and this is what we follow right now. And um, uh, Paul was not married, right? right and right. Uh, so I think even. It's good to uh, re- rethink this, to, to, to think it, how we treat the people that are not married within our Romanian community. Because I, I think- They're American not second class. Com- They're yeah, not second no. class. There's no such thing as second class citizens in, 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 in God's family. I used to say, because we didn't have kids for nine years, because not because we didn't want to, we tried having children. And I was thinking, I was thinking like, are, are the brothers and sisters older in this church, the, the leadership going to take him seriously or take mm-hmm, our mm-hmm. advice? Because it was even hard to put ourselves in a situation where you give advice how to ra- raise kids when we didn't have kids, mm-hmm, obviously. Mm-hmm. But if we just looked at the Bible and we followed what the Bible said, then you yes, you can give advice even as a single yes. person to, to people how to live their life, you know, and to yes. uh, even if when you don't have kids, if you follow just God's word, you can give advice to people that have kids. So I think um, we're, a lot of people are judgmental, like, oh, you, you don't have kids, like, who are you to give us advice? Or you're not married, who are you to give us advice how to have a, a, a marriage and stuff like that. So I, it, it would be good if our uh, Romanian community. And the um, reason for this, I think, primarily is because we do not put 
prominence on the word of God, we put prominence on cultural context and culture, you know, but the God's word surpasses culture, right? And it's available for anyone everywhere, no matter what color of of your skin or the situation that that you're in. So very, very good points. points. You know, what I love about what we talked about thus far is that 90% of the things that we talked about hasn't been marriage advice. It's been, it's literally been living and leading your life regardless if you're getting married or not. That's what, that's what I really like about that. Yeah. Yeah, So so that's why I'm still here and I can still say things because, you know, I may not have that experience, but Hey, you know, leading and living your life. I hope I can be an example to people in that regard, but I'm really glad that you brought that up because that's, that's so interesting how, how, cause I just thought of it right now. I'm like, man, we, we didn't, I mean, we'll get into it like right now, like specific things, but, um, up until now it's all been like, regardless whether or not you know not look not looking forward to the wedding dress as daniela said or or looking forward to other things and this and that it's all it's all been about you know looking in the word of god living your life leading your life following christ being guided by the spirit and then things will come to the pace uh, into place like matthew 6 uh, 33 seek first the kingdom of god and all other things will be added to you i mean that's like the whole the whole model behind of what we've been talking about so i thought that was very interesting um, how, how that came to be and how that just kind of, uh, you know, came around. But, um, now as we, as we transition to part three of this episode, we're going to have more specific things about, uh, marriage and singles, different tips that you guys have, um, maybe a little more specific than what we've been talking about uh, thus far, but, uh, what are some tips from both the guy perspective and the girl perspective looking into marriage, either preparing their time in singleness or, uh, maybe they're, uh, getting ready to get married. Sure. So what, one thing I would start off with right now, and again, this is hindsight. This is us, you know, 16 years after, okay. The best way to prepare for marriage is really to prepare for the wedding of the lamb. Okay. And I know this sounds ultra spiritual and someone may listen to this and they, they may say, Danny, Daniela, this is, come on, come on, get real, come back down to earth. Again, this is us talking after 16 years of marriage, what we wish someone would have told us very clearly and plainly. So for example, how did Christ love the church? Man, I'm talking about for you men that are single out there. Really look in scripture, open up your scripture, go through Ephesians and Corinthians and other areas and see how did Christ love the church? Make a list, make a list, write it down. How did or should the church love Christ? Okay. So start making a list. This goes for the girl or the guy. And then who is he coming for? Who is he coming for? Because all of the answers to those questions will lead us to the actions we need to take in order to prepare not only for marriage, but for the wedding land. Because we see in the New Testament, Jesus speaks of the kingdom of heaven as being like a great wedding banquet. He's already preparing us to start thinking about it right? He's already preparing us. Paul compares the relation between Christ and the church as that of a husband and wife. And then in the book of Revelation is the wedding lamb as the holy city of Jerusalem is descending like a beautiful bride dressed for her husband. Okay. So this is really the wedding we need to look forward to. Now, if you ask me, did you think about that when you were 23 years old, when you were getting ready to marry to get married? Absolutely not. And the reality is anyone that's 18 to 30 right now listening to this, they're not thinking about that. They're not. But what I'm saying as your brother in Christ and and what Danielle is, is what we're telling you as your brother and sister in Christ is 
you should be focusing on these things. It's going to really help you. It's going to really help you. This is, this is, Paul said this to the Philippians in chapter one. This is my prayer. And this is our prayer for all the single men and women out there. That your love might abound more and more on knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ when we're going to have the great wedding feast, the banquet, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. So this is our first tip. Think about the wedding of the Lamb and how should you be preparing. Uh, Second, don't waste your life. Don't waste your life. All of your life now is preparing you for all of your life in the future, right? So don't waste any portion. Don't segregate and say, well, this is pre-marriage. This is after marriage. Don't waste any part of your life. Do all things that you're doing right now with all your heart. Do it heartily as unto the Lord, right? Whatever you're doing, whether it's school, whether it's work, whether it's taking care of your siblings, those of you who have large families, whether it's ministry within the church, right? Um, whatever it is that you have right now that God put in your hands or responsibly, do it with your whole heart. Do not waste, waste life. Um, Don't look at, at marriage as being an escape from your single years or from your family because maybe um maybe your life is not as easy as other people's life yes and you're like you can't wait to kind of take a break you know especially for the larger family families but in the same time uh know that god allowed you to be born in the family that you are and in the time that you are Mm -hmm. and you could miss out if you just want to have an escape and um People that usually that if that's your intention uh, as a guy or a girl, girl to to think that when you get married, oh, I'm gonna be free, whatever you know, and you can do whatever you want, then you're wrong, because that means your your priority is not God, and he you are not accountable to God. That means uh, you think that you're only accountable to your parents maybe, and when you escape, when you're not gonna be accountable to anybody else. No, the accountability will, will transfer, yes, will continue yes. still to God yep. first, and then it's going to be your husband mm-hmm. and to mm-hmm. your wife. So you can't do whatever you want right. after you get married. Yep. So yep. don't think like... And some guys a, think like that. As an escape, and uh, you can't wait because just so you can escape the life that you have now. But uh, ask God what his plan is for your life at this time. So um, I think it's important. And also to prayer, pray this time while you're waiting mm-hmm. pray a lot mm-hmm. that'd be number prayer three prayer <laughs> is uh is something that we all need and we will always need it as long as we live on earth but definitely pray but know also how to pray you can um go to number three so we can talk about it more in detail yep so there's also um the aspect of knowing yourself knowing yourself and we mentioned that earlier um and i gave your example where you have an interest in in this podcast that you're doing, you enjoy these type of things, know yourself. Um, and a few questions to ask, what are the gifts that God gave me? Mm-hmm. What are the, the skills and the talents that he blessed me with? Um, now we're not going to talk about the difference between gifts and talents and all that, but what are the things that God gave you that you're blessing others with and that you see that others are encouraged with? That's one thing to ask. Second, what inspires you? What motivates you? 
right? Mm -hmm. Third, how did or how does your past impact you? Because you're taking that with you into marriage relationship, right? If you're, if your parents got divorced, how has that impacted you? Mm. Talk about it. Talk about it. Even before you, you get married, talk about it with the person you're going to get married with. How does that impact you? Um, another question for knowing yourself, where are you weak? Right. Got, we say guys in general, if they see any type of skin or something on a woman, they're weak in that area. And they already start to think who knows what, right? Okay. True. But don't generalize. What is the specific area in your life, you woman or you man who is not yet married, what areas are you weak in? Someone might say, well, you know what? I do get um, angered very easily. I don't really have patience. Know yourself. Know these things about you and be, be ready, willing, and able to talk with them openly with the person you're going to marry. It's very, very important. Some people go into marriage and they may not know themselves very well. And they're starting to discover themselves before. Now, granted, there's going to be parts of you that you're going to always keep discovering, right? Yes. You're going to learn. And you're, you're, that's why I say, getting back to our, fir our, our first few points, that you're not going to be completely, completely ready for marriage, right? Because it's, you're, you can't prepare for every eventuality of marriage. You can't prepare for every season. What about if you're going to get to a point where you lose a child? How can you prepare for that? How can a couple prepare for something like that, right? So I'm just giving you an example, right? So know yourself. Are you a person who um, you're fueled by being with crowds and with people or you're fueled by being alone? For example, for me, I'm fueled by being alone with God and with my family and being at home, not being with crowds, not even being in, in large church gatherings and all that, that's just, that's me. I know myself. That's how I am. Right. Or. Uh, and me, I was vice versa. If I may add here, yes. when, when, when I was a teenager, for example, uh, yes, I didn't know the Lord back then and my family did not go to church. So we were Orthodox and, uh, I relied a lot on my, on my friends and, uh, we had a group of girls, but I saw later on in life that actually that didn't help me very much. It actually um, gave the people that were outside this group of my group of friends, my group of girlfriends, a wrong impression about me because I realized that it's so easy to be characterized by the, obviously like the, the Proverbs tell me who you're hanging out so I can tell with, so I can tell who you are, you know, yeah. like people yeah. can obviously judge us uh, from the outside, but they don't know us. Uh, truly as a person until they talk to us until they spend time with us and stuff like that so and I was judged and categorized as that group of girls were so that's another aspect that it's important to have alone time uh, with God mm -hmm. and leave the childish things behind and that's not number four would be leave yeah. childish things behind yes. Paul talks about he says when I was a child I spoke as a child I I acted as a child, right? So leave the childish things behind. The, the, the things, you know, and Danielle gave an example of hanging out only with your guy friends or girlfriends, you know, or we have vice versa. Now I, we see more often, we see guys and girls hanging out together and they're so close to each other. They're like buddy buddies and they're like best friends. And now there's an aspect of that where it's good. And it can be a very good example to the world. But then there's another aspect of that where it's actually bad and they're off doing who knows what and they get too close, right? Leave those childish things. 
the problem in our culture is we prolong the childhood years. Whereas in the culture of, of the Jew, the Jews, for example, at 12, 13, you were a man, like you're a man enter into the next phase and embrace this next season of your life. And so that's what I mean by, by leaving the childish things behind. Like if you're still asking, well, can I hang out with my guy friends after I get married? You're not ready for marriage. Mm -hmm. You're not ready for marriage. Like leave those things behind, start focusing on building the house, building the family that God has given you now. Right. So move on to things that, that um, are more crucial right now to the season that you're in. Leave the childish things behind video games for example i'm not even going to go there but you know i worked with some men who were in their late 30s and even early 40s who were still playing video games right this is just a, a, an example there's so many others the list would be so long what is it for you man or, or, or woman the single who is listening what is it for you that you need to leave behind yes and then also leave leave some room for like surprise because if you're like for example in our um seeing these uh, many groups of guys and girls that are getting close and then they have Bible studies together and which that's great for that by all means go meet at church at Bible studies uh, do all that to evangelize but to hang out just to hang out and we're like the girls are like nudging the guys or like best friends usually guys can easily become a good friend with the girl and um, then they can fall in the uh, the love part mm -hmm. and that girl will still treat this guy as and a best she, friend yes yes right? but the guy is attached emotionally and she may not know it yeah and he actually has feelings for her and he'll never have a chance anymore and yep. because we we get so close as guys and girls even in our culture that we're like um too close I meaning that's what i that's what you meant by being too close you mm -hmm, don't leave mm -hmm. any element of surprise about yourself mm -hmm, as a mm -hmm. as a girl and you're making yourself unapproachable anymore like uh, in, in a safe in the sense that if another guy sees you from across the room for example right and you notice this girl um and then you start liking it her um and then um but you you see her being so unapproachable because she's so buddy buddy with all the guys around her so the feminism like uh, the feminist uh aspect of, of herself is like down the drain because she's like too cool you know she's so one of the bros if, yeah she's yeah. one of the bros and she she makes herself unapproachable and same same with the guys same goes for for guys or friends with other girls so good that another girl could not approach them for example get to know them you know so be careful with these things these are childish things i think and if you still carry them with you in your 20s then i don't know like you have to search yourself you have to see who you are so on, on this note here let me just jump in and i don't want to stay long in this we only have one, one more tip there'd be many the reality is there'd be so many but these are just just yeah. a few um on that on this note of leaving childish things behind because we live in a digital age and in, in the context that we live in the culture that we live in this must be mentioned when you single woman or single man are, are posting inappropriate videos Wow, this is a whole this is a whole podcast in itself. A whole so you just jot this down, Marcus. We may need to talk about this another time. Oh, um, sure, yeah. When you, when all when your entire life is being put on Instagram stories, yes. Are and and you're and you're wondering why you're not married yet, right? Because your entire life, everything, like from when you go to a nice restaurant, you're eating, to all the way to late at night when you and your friends are up partying or 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 being silly or or whatever that 
for from a guy's perspective, that turns me off and it should turn off the men out there who are single. It should turn them off. If you're wise, if you're walking and seeking the ways of the Lord, you're not going after someone like that and vice versa for the girls, right? So that that there's this whole other element where our lives are so exposed. Whereas 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago, when our parents got married, you know how they had to get to know each other? By getting to know each other, <laughs> by meeting, by physically talking and meeting and getting to know each other, by exchanging words, not text and emojis, right? So this is the, the culture we're living. It's so dangerous. It's so dangerous. And again, this is a whole other episode, but men and women, you single, our, our younger brothers and sisters out there, again, I'm coming back to my first point that I, I said, we love you. More importantly, God loves you. Right. But we have a responsibility. We have a responsibility how we're living. Right. And you're going to attract really who you are. You're going to attract who you are. So if that's what you want, if that's what you're marketing out there, well, don't be surprised if that's what you get. Not to mention the inappropriate photos um, that, you know what, if you have a photo as a as a girl in a bathing suit, that's, you know, like you can keep it on your computer from a godly woman. And I'm not, um, don't, 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 I'm not old, but even in, in, when I was in the world, I was, um, I couldn't do that. I don't know. It's just, I didn't see it right. You know, even though we had like printed photos back then, we didn't have social media and stuff like that. But yet again, uh, the culture today may pressure, pressure you to think that and normalize these things. Um, There's no element of surprise anymore for the for all the guys out there, because it's all out in the open, yeah. all out yeah. in the open for all the single men, for all the married men, for all the women, for everybody to see every part of your body. And it's it's um it's sad. It actually breaks my heart to see our sisters, younger sisters in their Lord. And and yes, everyone makes mistakes. And maybe some people are like, oh, Daniela, you're like going too far now. Like this is uh, normal. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But really, isn't it? Um, um, they know everything about you. You know, a guy can just, you know, like look at. Every, there's nothing Whereas, else to you surprise know, and, them with. Yeah, and that's a good point. And and God really made us, us men, almost like conquerors, right? It's within us. And if you look in Scripture at different yes. men of God, that's how He made us with this quality, because He is like that. He's a conqueror. He conquered death. He conquered Satan to win us, right? So He created us like that we're like that man but but when a man already sees and knows things about you those intimate parts about you of how all your idiosyncrasies of how you are as a person there's no nothing left to conquer because they already know and they're either going to make the decision yes i want to move forward or no i don't want to there's no element of well i want to get to know her you know so very very important on, on this point of leaving childish things behind so our, our last point, if, if I would, this is short, is if you're going to grow in other areas and you're going to spend, let's say, $50,000 to go to college because you want a good job, very good, very important, and, and it's very good that you want this, okay? Spend, invest in your spiritual growth. If you're going to invest in all the other areas of your life to make sure that you're ready, in quotes, ready for marriage, invest in your spiritual growth. It's very important. And if it means taking classes, so be it. If it means joining a group, so be it. If it means listening to a a podcast every week, so be it. If it means going, 
you know, making a, a room in your house where it's dedicated only for devotional and study, so be it. Whatever it is for your specific situation, grow, invest in your spiritual growth now, because this is ongoing in the season that you're in. This is ongoing, but especially in your, your time of singleness. Well, wow, that was great. I mean, uh, all I can say is hashtag get off TikTok because it's not even on Instagram anymore. They're on TikTok oh, now. Right. And that is that You're is right. You're right. alarming. I mean, I mean, that's all like exactly what you guys were saying, just displaying everything, the, the, like the entire lives. And, you know, and it's not even just, yeah, obviously in, a, in the physical perspective and, you know, with the bodily perspective, but it's also, um, you know, my dad would always tell me, uh, don't say everything you know. And that can have multiple meanings. It could it can save you from a, you know maybe a you know self compromising situation, but it's also like you know you don't have to. Not everyone has to know everything about you, like personally speaking. Um, you know I, I just I mean I talk a lot. I have one hour episodes every week, but that doesn't mean I'm displaying like everything I know, everything about myself personally. You know I'm kind of trying to talk about topics, letting the guests kind of. Uh, go forward with that but it's important for us to not let to expose ourselves that much because I mean it could be harmful not even in the marriage aspect but even in the future of just people looking back people judging and we live in an age now because I mean like, like you said back in the day I mean the most incriminating thing about you was like a, a, like a handheld photo photograph right but now it's like if it's on the internet it's there almost forever you can never get rid of it it's if it's if it's in written text it's it's always there you know so we have to be very careful of what we post in on these different social media platforms because that's not going away and that can hurt us in more ways than than one but um no i i mean that again it was five great points and point four honestly really resonating and um you know don't you know as a obviously as a person don't surround yourselves with members of the opposite sex just because that looks bad but then at the same time don't surround yourself with the you know Guys, don't surround yourself with guys. Girls, don't surround yourself with girls because you're you're basically building a fortress where that's almost impenetrable. And like Danny said, like no, you know, no conqueror. No matter how great of a conqueror you are, uh, right. it, it's it, it's it'll be a tough battle, you know. And uh, it's hard to do it alone. But but no, those those were like fantastic points, and um, and I think that's really beneficial for, like I said earlier, a younger generation today that's so engulfed in um in pop culture and what's going on and trying to uh mimic um other figures that they look up to and trying to brand themselves in a certain way to god knows what but uh you know i i had a really good time and um i thought i think it's very beneficial and uh i mean i mean i'm, I'm super excited for these points and this is really great so um kind of as, as, as closing I, I just want to thank you both so much for for being on here i know um you know it takes a lot of time from your family uh, you know, from, from, from your marriage to, you know, set, set, set some time aside and just, uh, um, you know, work with me here. And I think it's going to really be beneficial for a lot of the young people. And, uh, you know, I hope I have a feeling a lot of people are going to look forward to it. A lot of people are going to listen to it. And m- most important of all, a lot of people learning from it and kind of applying it to their, to their lives and to their walks with God, to their relationships, whatever they need to apply it to. I think, um, that is the most important part. So thank you so much. Uh, Danny and Daniela, if you, if you have any closing remarks you want to make. Uh, we're, we're thankful for, you know, what you do, for the yeah. example you're setting for your generation. Just like I mentioned when we first talked, um, we have a short time here on earth to serve our generation, to serve the people around us. 
I think everything you're doing right now is, is very important. Um, and then just a short thought um, on this last, last point here that I mentioned. Um, a lot of, there's no on and off switch from when you're single to then when you're married. There's a lot of the parts of your character and your actions that are gonna carry over into your marriage. And the reason why I say that is it's important that the young man and the woman out there listening, they really develop those characteristics now, right? Um, while they're not yet married, because it is gonna carry over. And I'm talking about if it's negative or positive, it's gonna carry over. So may God help you. We're, we're praying with you for all those out there. And if there are people who have specific requests or, or they're in a certain situation where they have specific questions, we're here to help. There are older people that we look up to in our lives yes. and that are mentors for us. So as a group, as a family, we come together. We Again, we don't have all the answers. These are just guidelines that we've given. These are posts that you, you can put up to follow. But in the end, we, we come to God and we say, God, what is yes. it? What is it? We have to have that one-on-one -on -one with, with God. Yes. So thank you for having us. We're, we're glad to be here and part of your, your ministry. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for being on. And um, as we as we close things off now, um, if people want to find you on the internet, where can they find you? I know Danny, you have the entrepreneur, and uh, Daniela, you are a photographer. So go ahead and uh, you know plug your handles. <laughs> Thank you. Um, you can find me at Ellis Moments, but um, Ellis dot Moments. Ellis dot Moments. On Instagram. Yes. Yep. Yes, I think it comes up over there quick. Um, and uh, also in under entrepreneur. So if you can reach him, you can reach me, obviously. So we're both working on that one together. And then so entrepreneur on Instagram, we have that up. And then also uh, you have a you know website full functioning, all of your content material. I actually looked at one of your um, the uh, Bible study plan that you kind of had, the interactive yep. Bible study to, to kind of I kind of checked that out. I was like, it was really interesting. So uh, for you guys out there, check that out. Um, you know, I can, I consider, I consider you guys the Romanian Dale and Veronica Partridge, you know, in, in, in my eyes, as far as the ministry goes. So it's, uh, it's really cool to see, but, um, thank you guys so much for being on here. I really appreciate it. I'm really excited. I, I mean, I, I just learned a lot from this last hour. Uh, I, myself, again, other things that I've never kind of heard before. I've never really pictured, but it kind of, you know, it came became clear and made sense. So I'm really grateful for, for that. So thanks again. And thank you guys so much for listening out there. Really appreciate all that you've done. Again, you can find us on our Instagram at the Potter's house. Um, you can, um, also, you know, Apple podcast, if you have it, please click on the purple icon, scroll down, tap the stars. It will really help the exposure of the show. Uh, please do that. I know they say that every single time, but it really helps. And if you're out there and you're thinking, uh, you know, someone else is probably doing it. No, don't, don't think like that. It's going to be you. So I would really appreciate that. And if you want to leave a written review, that's great. I'll read it and I'll read it live on the show. Uh, stay tuned for any and all updates. We're going to have a lot of good stuff coming up, coming up. So, uh, thanks again, you guys so much for tuning in. I hope you learned a lot. Please share this episode. This is probably one of the most content rich episodes I've had thus far, and it'll be really applicable to you know, not only me, but all of you out there, whether you're uh, you know, you're young and kind of getting started with your life, you're single, you're maybe you're getting ready for marriage, you're in a relationship, or maybe you're already married. And I think all these different points we uh, talked about will really apply to each and every single one of you. So thanks again, please share and we will see you next time.